0: Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you're on the roadmap to 50k. Now, if you have some goals and you're wondering how you're going to reach them, today's episode is for you. I'm joining six of our super amazing Inner Circle members. All of them have reached big milestones in their business this year, and they're actually sharing how they did it. So, Buckle up, if you want a strategy to reach your goals in 2021, this episode is for you. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify.
1: Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn
2: actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert,
0: Susan Bradley. So I'm here and feeling so grateful because I'm actually here with six of our amazing Inner Circle members that have all hit major milestones this year. And I really want to uh, introduce those members to you. They're so sweet for sharing. And I want you to hear the milestones that they, they've met. They're very different. Everyone's got a different win. Uh, but And hear what they sell because we have a huge variety of items that people sell. And so let's just dive right in. I want you to think about what's possible as you listen to this, and I'm going to introduce you to Kelly Barth. She is an Inner Circle member. She's a little bit famous. She's been on the podcast before because she's actually uh, paying herself. That's why you're famous. You were on the podcast before, and you've really taken control of your business, but you also hit a big milestone this year. So Kelly, can you tell everyone, remind them what you sell, and tell everybody what your milestone was? Yeah, I'd
1: be happy to. Um, So I sell baby shoes. They're uh, handmade little vegan soft soul baby shoes, and it was a really exciting year. Um, In addition to being able to pay myself for the first time in five years, um, I also was following along with the Roadmap Project, and I hit my 50K in sales for the first time. So you hit it before I did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I've been doing this for five years. I have. Okay, okay. Of course, I've been doing this for like 20 years, but okay. Congratulations, that must have felt amazing. So I'm actually gonna, uh, I'm going to move on. Thank you for sharing that, Kelly. I'm going to move on to Doreen. And I'm going to ask Doreen about her amazing milestone, because uh, I want everyone to hear all the milestones. And then I'm going to come back. So Kelly, I want you to think about really what it was that you did, that got you there. And we'll cut circle back and find out. So Doreen welcome thank you so much for sharing you also so you've been an inner circle member for a little less than a year and you hit a major milestone this year which I was so thankful to see you share so do you want to tell everybody what you sell a little bit about that and your milestone that you that you reached
2: well I'm with the Columbia Fragrance Company and so I sell candles and home fragrances Um, and my accomplishment was really important to me because my sales the previous year were down 11%. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that something was going to happen or I was going to be out of business, just watching things drip, drip, drip down the drain. And so my um, exciting win was that I had a 60% increase this year, which meant $100,000 in sales.
0: A 60% increase, hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't wait to hear what it was that you did. And I, down 11%. So you turned mm-hmm. the tables big time. So now you feel uh, like you're in control.
2: Yes. You're driving and, 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 and the year before I didn't, it was one of those things of couponing people to death. And as I say, oh. as a big weekend would come in, you know, I, it was great, but I'd look and see how much I was going out the door with coupons and, and I knew something had to stop but I didn't know what it was. Oh, that's so amazing. Wow. Congratulations.
0: So I want you to think about what it was that uh, actually got you there. And I'm going to move on. And I'm going to say hello to my friend Katie, who has been with us forever. She, uh, she's so sweet. I love it every time you pop up in the group. But you also hit a big milestone, something that you really had to get over yourself to do. So share uh, with everybody what your business is very cool. And and your big milestone that you've
3: I'm Katie from Miss Monogram, and I make monogrammed items for children, mostly the under six set. And my milestone this year was I finally got over myself and emailed my list every single week. And as I looked at my Klaviyo at the end of the year, um, email marketing accounted for about 35% of all my Shopify sales.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So, so uh, tell me why, what, why was it so hard for you to
3: just get over yourself and do that? What was the big struggle for you? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing was, I felt like I didn't have anything to say. I didn't know what to say. Um, I didn't always want to send a discount or have a sale. And I was going through conversion school again. And it kind of hit me when you said, you know, it doesn't have to be a newsletter. It can be just be something. And so, I mean, seriously, I've sent out emails that are like, OMG, how cute is this with a picture and a button? And that's it. Yep. And it's just getting it done. And that's what I just had to get it done. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. So listen,
0: I think that's a huge, like, that's a huge milestone, because now you have the power to control your sales. And all you have to do is grow that list, right to grow your sales. So what I would love you to think about before I circle back is, I think there are a lot of people that are going to want to know what your email plan is, like, so uh, what day you send, what time you send, uh, you know, what, you uh, like, do you have a routine as far as content, Uh, they're going to want to know that. So not to put you on the spot or anything, but that's going to be the question. I know. So I'm going to let you think about that. And I'm going to say hi to Nicole, who has been with us for about six months. And if you all could see her, she is like she has got stacks of bows behind (laughs) her all beautifully sorted, not just by color, but by shade of color. Amazing. So, Nicole, tell us about your business, number one, and then tell us uh, what your big milestone was this year.
4: Um, My business is the Solid Bow. Um, I have, uh, I sell solid bows, embroidered bows, and um, I've been in business for about 10 years, and every year I have done about 120K, um, just kept it very, very comfortable. And then I um, decided that I wanted to up-level my business. I heard about Social Sales Girl, and I am up 70%, and I hit 275 in sales this year.
0: Okay, we have to all clap. Yay. That <laughs> is amazing. Nicole, you must be so proud of yourself.
4: I. It's really amazing, and honestly, I did it with higher profit and less hours of work.
0: Oh, Wow. Oh, we all want to be you now. So listen, here's what I, uh, I can't wait to hear uh, the, the key things that you did to get there. But what I really uh, want to compliment you on is that this is your business is a really good example of picking a very small niche and naming your business really well. So the solid bow, nobody has to guess what it is. We all know what that is. And just looking at your product behind you, just like you are the go to, right? You're the go-to for a solid color bow. So smart. I want
4: to congratulate you on that. Do you Have you heard of the prophet Marcus Lemonis? Oh, yes. Okay. So um, I watched a show of his one time, and he said that your business really needs to, the name of your business really needs to um, go with what you're selling. And that day I changed it to a solid bow before it was Julia's Boutique. Mhm. Ah! So smart. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, good for you. But it's so true. We all think that um, like the internet is just not a good place for subtleties or plays on words or like clarity is everything in our business. And so good job. Really uh, really impressive. Oh, I can't wait to hear how you did that. So I want to uh, move on and say hi to uh, sweary Melissa. (laughs) I just... (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I Love it when you post. <laughs> and Melissa is so much fun. You're a really brand new uh, Inner Circle member, but you have done big things already since you got there and you are so much fun that how did we survive without you? So oh. <laughs> tell us about your business and and you can share with everybody why I called you sweary Melissa.
5: <laughs> and <laughs> um, tell us about your big
0: milestone.
5: Okay. Um Melissa Averinas so and my business is uh, Yummy Goods. Uh, which does not tell you exactly what it is. Um, But it is a cute and yummy, funny and often sweary artwork that I make. And I put it on um, mugs, t-shirts, cards, stickers, magnets, and that kind of stuff. And now socks. And socks. Yes. Now, um, thanks to the inner circle and uh, meeting you, Susan and Isabella, I um, have my first little batch of socks coming out. I should be receiving them next week. I'm really pumped. Um, Yeah. And my milestone was, so I started, I've been an artist for a long time and I've been doing various things, but this iteration of Yummy Goods um, started in August, actually. I had been, art is always my outlet. And I had been doing these drawings of um, cats swearing, you know, pandemic and politics and all sorts of stuff were, you know, really weighing on me. And so my outlet is, is always art. And so I was drawing these cats basically saying this sucks and lots of swears and stuff. And people were really responding to them because I was like, people are like, you're saying like how everybody feels. And so people were just on top of me to try to start this thing. And, um and I was kind of scared because I've never produced my own products before. So this was like me making my own cards and, you know, doing all that stuff. And um so the pandemic really inspired the artwork. And then my community of people, it's you know, kind of bolstered me up to say, yes, you can do this. Yes, we want your stuff. So that started in August. And since August, uh, until today, which is about which is like five months, I beat 40k. That's in sales. Amazing. Wow. And so the sky's the limit for you now. Design. I feel like that. I feel like this is, so I re I, I saw that I was having success and I rejoined the inner circle. I actually had been a member for a short time, a couple of years ago, but I just wasn't really ready for it. Yeah. Um, and, but I knew how good it was. I like had it in my back pocket. Like if I ever want to really like dig in and do it, like I would be a part of the group because it's amazing. And so, um, so I was having that success and I decided to rejoin and then Keep going with it
0: and did it. And so I just want to make sure I'm clear. So before you uh, created your own products, was everything print on demand?
5: I had done print on demand, yes. So that's been kind of a consistent thing for a couple of years, um, but I never really pushed it. That's when I, I started with the inner circle and then I kind of just fell, fell out of it. I kind of just wasn't really pushing the business at all. Um, so yeah, so this is my first time producing my own product. I also still do some print on demand, but I'm, I'm doing my own stuff now.
0: Crazy good. I can't wait to see the socks.
5: Me too. Me too. They're amazing. Yeah.
0: So excited. Well, congratulations. So we're going to want to hear what it was that you did. So you made the decision to produce your products and then how did you market them? How did you get those sales so fast? Because that's a huge accomplishment. We all know, all of us here know starting is hard. So crazy good. And last but not least, the famous Courtney White, who is such an amazing... uh help in our group there are a few of you that just show up and support others and we we were just laughing before we hit record about we don't think Courtney ever sleeps because she has a full-time job how many kids do you
6: have Courtney I have three kids five dogs and two cats
0: full-time job and a crazy growing business and I love your milestones so I would love it if you would uh share with everyone what you sell and what you said in that uh, what was your milestone post because it really resonated with me and I thought it was so good. So go for it. Can't wait to hear.
6: Thank you. So, my uh, business is Finer and Dandy, and I actually design graphics that I print onto baby, toddler, and also adult uh, bodysuits and shirts. Um, and then uh, I also hand make some of my products, um, some dolls and different things like that. So just kind of a a combination of, you know, baby and women's items. But my milestone um, that you resonated with, uh, Susan, was I just said I, I learned how to be done with flying by the seat of my pants. And so really for me, what that meant was just I was always operating from a place of having too much to do and never enough time. And so what I would do is wake up every morning and say, oh, no, it's spring and I haven't designed anything for spring. Let me hurry up and do that. And then I would sit there and wonder why nobody was buying because, you know, I didn't have the marketing piece, but really learning how to actually utilize the data that I already had uh, in my Shopify, you know, in the Google Analytics, learning which data to look at and how to utilize that. And so now I no longer have to wake up, <laughs> be in a rush, not know what to do. I have the strategies and I know how to repeat things and I can actually schedule things in a few hours a week as opposed to spending hours and hours hours a day, just doing things that really weren't a good use of my time.
0: Yeah, it's busy work. It feels really important at the time, but it doesn't get sales. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So that's so cool. And yesterday, uh, I love that you posted uh, in the group that you had made a chart. And it looked like basically of the marketing momentum lessons, really, like it was all those lessons that are super repeatable at those events, and that you can repeat over and over again. And the chart you made was so good. Do you want to tell everybody about that? Because I was like, Oh, wow, somebody should come (laughs) and do this for me.
6: (laughs) Sure, that's exactly what I did. So for me, because I didn't, Ever have a plan, and I always felt like I had too much to do. Taking those lessons from, you know, marketing momentum, and really, there's I think seven basic kind of events and, you know, email campaigns, and breaking those down into time values. Yeah. That's what really helped me and kind of clicked with me. So instead of waking up and going, what am I going to do today for a sale? When I wrote things down on my calendar, I knew that this particular activity, this is going to take me five days. From this time I start planning, including all of the emails that I'm going to send, now I really know what to focus on and how long that's going to take. And then during that five days, I don't have to be waking up every day <laughs> trying to do all these other things because I already have this on autopilot, right? So yeah, I wasn't even emailing or sending emails before I joined the inner
1: circle. (laughs) So
0: no,
6: you're doing so well now.
0: So I'll just uh, stick with you for a minute then, because this is really a mindset thing. What was it that made you finally realize that if you kept just, you know, working without a plan? And just flying by the seat your pants and I've done lots of that myself I gotta say where you wake up and think oh I have to I have to do this 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 and this and yeah, I don't know you just spend a lot of time spinning and beating yourself up what what was there something that happened or how did you finally get yourself to a place where you decided that you were get, it's basically doing less but doing it better
6: <laughs> you know it's just not sustainable It's not sustainable, but you see other people succeeding and you know that you can succeed. You are capable of doing this and it's just, what am I not doing? And so allowing yourself the time and permission to maybe take a step back, you know, hey, if I just stop doing anything (laughs) for a couple of weeks and really look at this and dig into what that, you know, what activities are important, you know, everything's not going to fall apart. But if I keep on like this, I'm going to have to shut down because it just wasn't sustainable. So I think allowing yourself that permission to step back if you need to, just let things go. It's nothing's gonna happen (laughs) Um, and take that time because I spent so many months even after I joined the Inner Circle just repeating those same bad habits. I was still getting up every day doing all those things and then it took me months just to get through all of the lessons And before I really had that aha moment, like, what am I doing this, you know, this data, I really need to be, you know, focusing on these things. I can see that in my data. Now, why am I not doing that? And so really just, I think, you know, you said it is a mindset thing. Um, You don't have to do all the things.
0: No, I feel like most of our store owners are smart. Like most store owners I see are smart. Almost all of them. There are very few times I see a product that's not viable. Mostly they're viable. It's, it's the marketing. It's every time it's the marketing. It's the understanding what's going to work to get sales and what's just a waste of time, even though it feels like it's screaming at you to do it. And I think that, um, I think that, If you can get past that, and I think that a lot of the lessons, like those lessons that you chose, those ones are step by step, like there's not a lot of decisions to make, and there's not a lot of thinking, and you can kind of copy it, and it's, you know, no big deal, like the templates and that sort of thing. I think when people just get a start with that... Then, like you, they see what works and they can tailor it to their own business. And then you get start getting ideas because you already have so much data, like you said, to look at to say, oh, I bet you I can do this and I can do this. It's just a, I think it's super smart, Courtney. I, w- I just want to thank you for sharing that. Because even though it's not a milestone like, ah, like you know, Nicole over there, <laughs> It's a milestone because it's going to put you, I know you're already doing really well, but it's going to put you on the path to controlling your sales in the future, which is, and your time, which is so amazing. So
1: congratulations. Now, Kelly, you've had lots of time. (laughs) What got you to the 50K? Well, it's funny. I was relating a lot to what a lot of Courtney said, because the big thing for me is knowing what to do, and then how to do it. So right next to me on my wall, I have five metrics just written there, taped there. And I know if I hit every single one of those every day, then I'll have a six-figure year next year. But it's just five <gasps> things if I do them every day. Okay, you know, well, do you know what the five things are off my yeah. heart? Um, let's hear it. Cold traffic, I have a daily cold traffic goal, a daily returning traffic goal, a daily add-to-cart goal, a daily conversion goal, and then a daily average order value goal.
0: And if oh, I hit those five
1: every day, then then that's it. And I don't have to worry about anything else. That is the truth.
0: Mm-hmm. That is really so good. You're my hero. Those
1: but are- I never even knew what to look at. I didn't even have Google Analytics attached to my website before I joined the inner circle. I had no idea how to identify those or how to change them before wow. they came out here. But those
0: are the key metrics, right? Those are the metrics that you can actually uh influence. Like you can take action, and change them up. So you're right, if your average order value drops too low, you know what to do, you have to fix it. Yeah, but so if your cold traffic drops off, you know what to do, you have to fix it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. Well, thank you. Yeah. So all right. Uh, let's see what Doreen has to say, because a whopper of a difference Uh, from down 11% to up
2: 70% or 60%? 60%, last time I left earlier this week. There were a couple things that I did. Um, First of all, it was I joined the inner circle. I knew something had to happen and I had been listening to another podcast and somebody had referenced you and I was familiar with you because I probably joined the roadmap from another Shopify Facebook group. So actually before doing that, I actually purchased FastPass. And so oh, okay. fast pass before I before I actually joined, which which was good, because for me that happened right before COVID hit, and so I had already kind of started working on some things, and then I think when I was a full member was about April first, and so, um, so one of the things I would just have to say is fast There's so many times that I come back to that throughout the year. And whether I'm trying a new product, whether I'm trying a new promotion, I do the same thing every single time is I'll do three posts of the, you know, different graphics, see what one works. Or sometimes if I know the graphic works, then I'll try three different audiences or I'll just do some change of that. But I'll just repeat that throughout the year. And that's made a huge difference. Again, it's coming back to that. How do I continue to bring in cold traffic? Yeah. To to make them warm traffic. How do we keep that warm traffic coming back and back and back? So that was one. I I think it's traffic boot camp. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's all right. (laughs) Um, So that was one. Um, Also, before COVID hit, I had an idea for a subscription box idea. Oh, hell. it It was literally one that I woke up with in the morning, and I still have a full time job. So before I left for the full-time job, I had the whole concept worked out and um, couldn't wait to get back and tell my husband and a few other people about, This is really viable? I'm going to work. And so my goal at that time was just for 25 boxes. And um, I'm at the point now where I'll hit 75 uh, subscribers by the end of the year. And so my goal is to at least double that for next year.
0: Wow. Congratulations. So that's a huge amount of recurring revenue every month.
2: Oh, and i think that that accounts for about 8 to 10% of my revenue right now because a lot of those in turn have become customers yeah, outside of the box right they, they buy so other stuff they love everything they buy or they gift it or or something and so that's been a huge thing for me and then the other thing i'd have to say is Klaviyo and mm-hmm. um i'd already been doing a lot of email marketing and i i'd already been doing weekly marketing um but it again, it wasn't working and it was throwing that jello at the wall and figuring out why it didn't stick. And so switching to Clavio was step number one, um, following the recommendations that you have of sending out to your engaged list first, you know, let Clavio build up and warm your list and get them in, um, following that whole plan. Um, as well as really just stripping down my email marketing message. At one point in time, I think I was sending out a tome and wondering why <laughs> I never got e- click-through rates or anything like that. And it's like, well, let's just make it a reader's digest. And nope, no. that still didn't work. And so literally just doing one message once a yeah. week, and that's it. Uh, letting my other flows do what my other flows do. Um, but that's made a huge, huge difference too. And again, I'm not couponing people to death. Right. And kind of coming back to uh, what Katie and Courtney have done is I've now got my email plan for the first quarter planned out. And, you know, sometimes it's just a relationship email. Look what my best seller was. Sometimes it really is a here's a presence Day promotion that I'm doing. Um, but it's, it's balancing that out with just trying to get people in and trying to keep them warm and knowing that. When the time is right, they're going to be warm enough and they'll remember me when it's time to buy. That's exactly right. I love that.
0: And uh, you said something that uh, made my eyes light up a little bit. So you also have your flows set up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: a girl. Right. So do you know what percentage of your email uh, sales are coming from flows
2: and campaigns? The difference between the two now, but I know that um, total sales are 30, 30% plus.
0: That's great. Congratulations. And congratulations on the subscription box. You know, people think the candles are hard often to sell because of shipping and 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 then competition. Right. Competition. And people say, oh, gosh, you know, a subscription box. I don't want that stuff to pile up. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you just tried it and you've uh, remained consistent, you don't give up the first time it doesn't work. Uh, wow, to have eight to ten percent of your revenue already in the bank practically mm-hmm. as you start the month. Yeah, congratulations, you. Yeah. Yay, you! So good. Okay, I'm going to come back and ask you all what's for what uh, what's going to happen next year. But now, everybody wants to hear about Katie's email plan. So you struggled to get over yourself. That's a common. Um, we talk about getting over ourselves on the daily in the inner circle, but you did it. So tell us, so what, how did you, uh, how'd you just get started? Like, what's your email plan? Who are you emailing? What are you saying? Do you have a routine? Let's
3: hear. So what really got me going is I heard you say one day that you've got to offload the $10 an hour jobs to be able to do the hundred dollar an hour jobs. And I'm a one-man show, so it's all on me, and I realized that I was getting into the grind of monogramming and packing and shipping and all of that and doing all of those $10 an hour jobs and letting the email marketing get prioritized lower, and so when I sort of switched my thinking on that and realized that those emails needed to go out before I started filling orders, that's when I made it a priority and just kind of started doing it. Um, And I do have a routine. I get up on Monday mornings. I look at my metrics from the last week and um, get all my ducks in a row. And then I email. Um, And once that's done, then I feel like I can move on to the other tasks that need to be done.
0: So you were defaulting into what was comfortable, which is packing and shipping. Yeah. I think we all do that. And the other thing I like, I appreciate what you said is that you, um, just started because and just to relate it to myself with the doggo you know I have taken over the social media (laughs) but I realized as long as I was paying someone to do it I was never going to learn what my audience responded to and I think you all can understand that but I spent weeks saying well I have to just figure this out and this out and this out before I start doing it and finally like I had a little talk with myself over some cookies (laughs) that listen until you start doing it, you're not going to know what to do. So just give yourself permission to do it wrong. But if you never do it, you're never going to see a result. So I started this week, just saying. Good for you. <laughs> Stay tuned. So that's what you did, though, too. And a year right. later,
3: you're sitting here telling yeah.
0: me that 30% of your email,
3: your sales are from email. And the other thing that I did was, I like Doreen, I got my flows straightened out. Um once I kind of got into the habit of doing the marketing first and the making after, I sort of set myself a schedule where Tuesdays and Thursdays are the days that I produce orders. And the other three days are for the things that need to be done for the business. And that kind of opened up some more time for me, too. So I built out my flows. They're much longer now. They're not just a three email flow. I mean, they go for 60 days. Yep. Um, and Getting that in place, I think, is what is is what's driven the profit.
0: Yeah. And you don't once you set them up, it it is pretty much set and forget. Right. Just
3: go. I mean, I do try to look at them quarterly just to see if there are any tweaks that I can make. But yeah, they really are set and forget.
0: Congratulations. I know that's going to be super helpful. So really, you're just sending one email once a week on Mondays. Do you do a resend at all? I do.
3: I, so I send to the whole list on Monday, sometimes Tuesdays, usually Mondays. (laughs) And then um, 24 to 36 hours later, I send to people that didn't open. And then um, on day four, I'll send to people that did open and clicked, but didn't buy anything. Yeah. That's the money email, isn't it? It is. And it's surprising because you would think they're not going to want to see the same thing again. Oh Yeah, they, they do. do. And they buy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that when I started doing it. It's been a while, but I thought, oh, that's the money email. I just need to get in front of them one more time. And, and that's it's not hard I'm- to send because nope. it's the same email. It's just scheduling oh. it again. Yep. Not hard at all. And you don't get an email jail or anything because those are your most engaged people. Yep, Love it. Congratulations. So I want to hear what you're up to next year. But before we do that, okay, Nicole, how did you get such a massive increase? Let's
4: hear it. Okay, um, planning. I planned out my releases. Um, I was working probably 70 plus hours a week and it was not sustainable and I hated everyone and life. And so um, my husband said, we really need to figure this out. So I joined the inner circle. I started working with a mentor that said, you know, you really need to think about planning your time instead of letting your time run you. Um, so what I did was I started out planning 90 days of my new releases and I would then take the uh, marketing momentum. And I started doing what she said, you start seven to 10 days prior to when you're going to have your release and you do sneak peeks and you do look at this, this is going to be just the most beautiful blah, blah, blah ever. Uh (laughs) And, um, And people really respond to that because you're not asking them to buy it right then. You're just saying, oh my gosh, what do you all think of this sneak peek? And then they all respond, which then gets the algorithm kicking in that people are liking it and more people are seeing it. And I, let's say I have six new hair bows in a release. I will um, do that over a six day period. And then the next two days, I'll put the time of the release. I'll put a thing in there about signing up for email. And then the day of the release, I will have the link to the, oh, the day, the night before I do a $50 gift card um, ah. that has them go to the actual link and pick out their absolute favorite of the new collection. Then they come back and they post it on this on the Facebook group. And um, right before it goes live, I pick a winner. And then um, they all have the link. They already know the link. They've already been there and they already know what they have to have. Wow. And so that has been um, really good for my conversion rates. But I already I did that planning with you and I have the next 12 months already planned out. And um, for what oh. I do every single day. So I did
0: the planning session that we did uh, in early December. Yeah. Girl, look
4: at you. go! Yeah. You time for that
0: and you grew your business.
4: Well, you know, what's really interesting is I, um, so let's say my next thing is going to be Valentine's Day. I designed those in November. And so once, um, so at the end of this week, January 1st is when my first preview will come out for my um, Valentine's Day. Once that's over a couple of weeks, I'll have my second Valentine's Day. And then as soon as February comes, I've already designed all of my spring. Designs. And so that's been really helpful. And I am really looking forward to the inner circle this next year because I haven't actually done many of the things that everybody's done to grow their business. I haven't done ads. I haven't done, um, I haven't looked at metrics. I've been terrible. I, other than to go see how much I, because I thought, wow, this is a lot more than last year. And that's when I shop up, I showed me. <laughs> but what's exciting is that is all from building a community. So the moms, um, I know it sounds weird, but I feel like they're my friends, you know, yeah. and they all feel like they're friends. And then they all share because I'm a horrible, horrible seller. I am I, terrible at telling somebody to buy my stuff. It, it just works out that I have extremely amazing quality. And so as long as I can figure out designing what they love and the quality is good, I don't, I don't have to really do much to sell it. You know, I just, I'm friends with them. I love them.
0: So I have a question for you. Um, do you are you a maker too? You're not making all these bows, are you?
4: I design them all design and them. then I have a manufacturer. Okay, good.
0: Yeah. So so your job really is to scale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. And I'm not surprised, um, like really that I think, and I think certainly that's the part that I need to work on at Sock Doggo. And I'm sure everyone here would agree. When you have a community, that's half the battle, right? The community is half the battle and it takes time to build it up. But boy, that good, congratulations.
4: And I also have reps. I did get into doing, yes. And I'm going to be doing your training on reps soon to sort of um, grow it, grow my rep team, um, because they do a lot too. Yeah, And it's, it's fantastic. And it's free advertising. Courtney, you also have a lot of reps.
0: Yeah, for sure. She's, she's nodding everyone. This is an (laughs) audio only. (laughs) Well, thank you. That is so good. So I can't wait to hear what your plan is for next year. And Melissa. Yes. Tell us how you got to 40 K. What did
5: you do? (laughs) Well, this is actually perfect to piggyback on that because my, um, that, only happened because I already have a community so I've been building an online community since about 2007 and they really are my friends and really are my community and have you know either started with me when I was blogging back in 2007 or you know I've designed fabric and um, written books and won a big quilting award so I have a lot of people from I have about 6,500 Instagram people. And they're just people who have known me for years. And this was the really the first time I was producing my own stuff to sell. And I'm very, um, vulnerable with them. And I'm, i mean, I've shared, you know, they know about like when my husband had a heart attack or my brother died, like they, they know me and they know my life. And so I share like, Oh, I'm scared to do this. You know, I don't know if I can do this, would, would people buy this? And so, People really, I feel like really just like rushed in when I finally offered something and were like, yes, you can do this. Like it it really felt like my community was rallying behind me. And so that first offering in August, I didn't even really mean to, but I sort of did a pre-launch by just sharing my artwork. And then people encouraged me to produce it into cards. And then I had people sign up for email and um and it just kept it just kept growing. And so the other thing that I did is I I didn't mean to, but I I launched the cards as a pre-order because I was scared to in- invest. I was basically like, I'm only going to order what people will, you know, have already committed to. And then I, I developed some stickers in the meantime. So by the time the cards came in, I had another product. So I basically upsold to the people who had already pre-ordered. I said, you know, I'll just a complete, you know, free shipping on this. I'll just combine it into your order. Um, and so now I just do that every time.
0: Oh, super smarty pants.
5: Thanks. I was quite pleased with that myself.
0: (laughs) I think I need to do another episode uh, on uh, your best tips. You all that have, because several of you have communities uh, on building that community, because it really is the game changer. I think, you know, you can do all kinds of Facebook ads. You can spend yourself uh, into an upside down situation. But if you have a community, you can often get a lot of sales without spending anything. So good.
5: Yeah, this wouldn't have happened without that. And then the other thing that um, that I've gotten from you in particular is um, keep doing what's working. Like I did the pre-sale and then I was sort of afraid to keep doing pre-sales. I thought people were going to be sick of it or I didn't want to keep selling or whatever. But, you know, the sales really dropped off after that pre-sale. So then I was like, okay, well, I'll just do another batch. And so now I basically do a batch of something a month. And that's where the bulk of the sales come from.
0: So that's your event every month. Your whole business is based around uh, exclusivity, newness, like scarcity and community. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. So let's talk about goals for next year. So Courtney, because I haven't talked to you for for a hot minute, uh, what's going to happen at Finer and Dandy next year? When you wake up, when you wake up on December 30th. 2021, first of all, let's all hope that the COVID is over. But beyond that, what's going to happen?
6: What's finer and
0: dandy going to look like?
6: You know, (laughs) I hope that finer and dandy is profitable. (laughs) I would like to hit 50K in sales next year, and I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do it uh, with email because I wasn't emailing this year. And uh, I didn't start emailing until June, uh, even though I had joined the inner circle much earlier. So um, 5% of my revenue prior to that was email. And that was just through the generic abandoned cart series that is preset in Shopify. Um, I hadn't even changed it. It's just already, they already have an email written Um, And that's what I was using. And so just um, just I guess since June, uh, when I started actually using the emails, set up the flows um, that are in the inner circle, uh, my revenue from email is uh, 33% oh wow for the year. So and that's just just since June um like i said. So i can only go up from there. So i know i'm going to easily reach the 50k and according to Klaviyo, my click through rate and email performance is poor.
0: So
6: oh. you know i can only go up you looked yeah. at the benchmark report, did you? <laughs> I did.
0: Kind got of an eye opener.
6: <laughs> I did. So I, you know, I know that I can only yeah. improve from you're there. A kind of
0: genius! Like you do so many uh, very cool, tricky things. That I think anything you focus on, you're going to do really well at. That's my. That's all I got to say. I think. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. So you're going to hit the 50k next year, and then you're just going to scale from there.
6: That's, that's the plan. Yes, absolutely.
0: For sure. What, what about you, Kelly? Like, I don't already know.
1: (laughs) So I have a couple of things I'm holding myself accountable to this year. I'm going to go live every single week. I, I did it um, like once a month. And every time I did it, I did like a thousand dollars in sales in a night. So I'm going (sighs) to make myself do it every week this year. Um, I'm going to start texting every week, every Friday. I've been doing it kind of intermittently to good results. So I'm going to start doing that. And then by the end of the year, I would like to have finally hit my first five figure month. I had like a $9,500 month this year. Yeah, that was a bummer. So I want to hit that first five figure month and then have uh, six figures in sales on Shopify by the end of the year. That's so good. And you're going to do that by just doubling down on what works and adding Mm
0: -hmm. in a live broadcast once a week Mm -hmm. and, and SMS marketing. Yeah, I think you're going to do it. Not even a little bit. Yeah, so good. And I know you'll report back because every time we give you a challenge, it's like it just lights a little fire under you, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. And I love having the accountability of the group. I was just telling my husband, I feel like I have a lot of the training and the group memorized, but I never want to leave because having just the group was so supportive and they hold you accountable to things and they inspire you to things. So I'm I'm looking forward to checking back in.
0: Sure. And there's so many smart people with uh, great ideas. I don't know whether you all saw Jen uh, Pocopet, Jen's uh, little video ask uh, pop-up that she has on her website. She shared it. Like, how genius is that? So cool. Really to uh, know that there's a real person behind the product. I loved it. So what about you, Doreen? Like you, the sky's the limit for you.
2: Um, it is. And uh, my goal is for $200,000 this oh, year. Why um, not? <laughs> and um, it, and it's through my mind. And you just use the, the phrase, it's a double down campaign. Yeah. And, and first of all, it's getting rid of what doesn't work. And, you know, if you were to look at my website now, you would see I have 80 fragrances. And I know it's the 80 20 rule uh-huh. 20% drives 80% of my sales, right? So why am I hanging on to so I don't many? Know. <laughs> we <laughs> all do it. I look, especially as a maker, it's hard because they're your maybes, right? Yeah. And so, but I also know that it comes with increased cost and time and inventory and everything that's dragging down profitability. So um, the first thing is to get rid of that and do what I can to clear all that stuff out, whether they're mystery box sales or just some other things like that. But then the other thing is uh, really finding ways to drive more of what's bringing in more of the revenue. And since I have a consumable product... What can I do to make that happen? And so I'm really working on subscription sales, not just a subscription box, but you know, it's the, every six weeks, here's your new candle. It's the same candle you order every single time. So here it is. Ah. So it's, it's bringing that I had it before, but then I let it go. So it's bringing that back in. Um, I'm also trying to find ways to bundle my product in a way that makes sense. And I didn't want to do it before because I have one fragrance that sells over and above everything else. And I didn't want people to be buying just more of that and having me spin my wheel. So it I found a way to do some bundling in a way of like my top sellers. So here's a candle, a spray and a diffuser all in the same thing. And it's called, you know, this, your, your, yeah. your, um, floral faves or something like that. Um, and then the third thing I'm doing is really working with an RFM model. And, um, I okay, you have to
0: tell me what that is. Cause you know, it's me.
2: <laughs> What's RFM? It's a, it's a rec- recency, frequency, and monetary. Oh, okay. I get uh, it. <laughs> okay. For loyalty. And, um, I found an app that really does a good job of, um, dividing all your customers into basic categories, but then it also came with some good recommendations of what to do with this group. This group will respond well to increasing your average order. This group will respond well to to some other things. And so um, actually yesterday, uh, if you were to look behind me, I set everything down of what some good email flows would be for this particular group and when to send a different kind of offer to everybody. So That's something else that I'm working on for the next year.
0: Okay. Everything I'm hearing from all of you just Mm -hmm. is lighting me up because it's like you're in charge of your businesses now. Like you're not wondering what you should do. You know what you should do. Like that's amazing. Like Mm -hmm. to think about the fact that you can actually uh, be that granular with your customers Mm -hmm. and get more sales and then all you really have to do it's something you already know how to do. Go out and get more customers. Um, and it's
2: also, for me, it's letting technology do the work. Because um, these are things that I can build with looking at my metrics. I can yep. do with, you know, putting tag robot to tag different people at certain times. And then that'll kick in another flow. And so how can I let technology build what needs to build so that I can get yeah. back and just manage? Yeah. and And like taking some of
0: the emotion out of it all. Yeah, for sure. So what about you, Katie? What's
3: going to happen now that you're emailing? <laughs> well, you know, it's like you said, I finally feel like I'm in control. Um, hey. And 2021 is going to be my hundred K year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I, um, I hit my first five figure uh, month this year. And then the next month I almost hit it again. I was like $500 oh. shy. Oh. So i feel like it's time to scale. Yeah. Um, and you so know my, how to do it. I, I do know how to do it. I do. Um, so the first thing on the plan is I got to get some help. I got to get somebody to come in here and take away the $10 an hour job. Yes, you do. Um, so with COVID, that's a little harder because yeah, I need a physical person in my house, and that's a little weird right now, but I'll get there. Um but the the next thing I, I have to do is scale and I have my plan for that. I am going to commit to increasing my traffic on a quarterly basis. I will bump up my ads to where I need them to be quarterly. Um, next year, I plan to take a chunk of my ads budget every month and put it specifically towards list building. Because um, email did so well, I want more people to email.
5: Yep,
3: Um, And I'm setting myself a a goal of new subscribers every month. And um, then the last thing is the hardest for me. I've got to figure out a way to do an event every month. Um, I'm struggling with that a little bit, though, because I do so many launches that if I count my launches as events. Count them. them. (laughs) Well, but then I don't really have any room for event events you know so because I mean I probably do nine or ten launches a year so I gotta figure that out
0: yeah well just ask me in the group but I feel like for sure if those that's already so successful if you're having five figure months your number one thing is more people it is it is wow for sure wow more people that's all you need you're already doing events Yay! I guess Yeah, you know, when I uh, when I woke up uh, every morning at WeSqueak, you know, we were trying to build our business there. It was just really I I I knew that I just had to wake up every morning and think about how I could get more people on my email list. And I would do idiotic things like, uh, you know post here, post your email here, and I'll put you on my list, like stuff I would never do now. But it was like that dog with a bone, right? If I need uh, 20 people on my email list today, I'm going to figure out how to get it. But you know, there are so many ways that you can do it. And I think if you just focus on that, you know, your people now, and keep doing your launches, I think you're, you're going to do it. I think so. about, yeah, go look at what sales you got from email last year and think about uh, what does that look like if you double your list?
3: Yeah. Well, and the other thing I learned last year, too, is giveaways are so easy for me. If I run them kind of behind the scenes, yep. I can run a giveaway for five days and get, you know, 250 opt-ins. So yep. that's kind of a rinse and repeat. Yes, it is, because you don't have to let your current
0: audience even see it. You can do it cold. Exactly. Quote. Yeah. Yeah. See, you already know. All right. hundred K for you, your first figure year. That's so exciting. And Nicole, what are you going to do?
4: I just have to say one thing I love listening to Katie say was, um, rinse and repeat. And that's one thing I learned this year was rinse, wash, repeat. And you, once it works, you just kind of put it into, you, you just do it over and over and over again. So now that I have my plan and I have my scheduled releases, um, for the next 12 months, I can actually start doing some of the things that you've been teaching about list building. Um, I haven't, I haven't tried to build my list ever. So that's embarrassing. Um, so I, I just, the things that I'm listening, I'm like, oh my gosh, could you imagine if I did that, that, that have a million dollar business. I'm really looking forward to it. But my goal for this coming year, I'm so excited. I'm going to finally make myself do it is to do wholesale. So I've been very, um, I've been approached by so many shops and so many stores to do wholesale. And then I get nervous and I think, oh, I don't know. I can't handle that. So I'm like, oh, check back with me in a few months. But now I'm finally um, put it on my site to that. They can apply for wholesale and Now that I have like a virtual assistant who does my customer service emails and, um, she actually creates all my emails for me and does all those things. Like, um, Katie was saying, I have to stick in the thousand dollar an hour range to be able to keep the revenue coming in and then I can support paying the people. So, um, now that I have that set up, I feel like I'm ready to take on, um, my wholesale clients, I I I added it a couple of weeks ago and I already have three. So that was exciting. Yeah. And um, I'm ordering right through Shopify. Yeah, I have a wholesale website. Okay. Um that I that once they sign up on my Shopify site, they or they, you know, do the little application fill out thing, then I send them my wholesale site. Just because I don't okay. really want, you know, yeah, my retail people. Yeah,
0: everybody. <laughs> So so they are paid and they know what's available and it goes out the door just like any other order, really. It's not another job for you the way you've got it set up. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Good for you. So uh, you are going to add in. Let me make sure I got this right. You're going to scale by uh, starting to grow your list and you're going to add in wholesale. Yes. Anything
4: I missed? Um, I'm going to start running consistent ads. I realized I probably only ran like I probably only did 15 ads last year and I think I ran them for like a day or two. So oh, not long enough. <laughs> hello, and I and and what's sad is I had such a good response on the ads. Why did I not just keep them going? I well, I'll tell you why. Okay, so I'm going to have to increase my inventory also because when I do my releases they sell out within 24 hours so then I have to turn off my ad. And so now I'm going to have more, um, for each release, I'm increased the quantity I've doubled it and now I'll be able to keep the ads going. And yeah. So yeah, I I might have to talk to, is it Leona? So Leona is our, uh, kind of our high level
0: coach for Google and, uh, and um, Facebook ads, and she okay. she also provides a service, like she'll also okay. manage ads. Um, but you could do just like Doreen and start with traffic boot camp too, because you have more time now. But yeah, ads yeah. are just going to be like pouring gas on your fire. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you too. I think it's going to be great for you. So, and I also think it's going to be great for Swery Melissa. <laughs>
5: Yay! Yes. What's Trying happen? really hard not to swear right now. Oh, you know,
0: <laughs> I've been known to say a bad word or two myself.
5: <laughs> not on the podcast.
0: So, so, so tell me, um, what's in store for you?
5: Um, well, I have. It's like so much that I'm. I do a lot of flopping around um, and flailing, but uh, my goal is, and I'm on track for it already. Is 100k for for the next year? I'm I'm basically averaging 8,500 a month. Um, for the last wow. five months. So, I mean, I feel like I'm without even doing anything other than what I'm already doing. I feel like that would be yeah. really reasonable and doable. And are you taking
0: um, a paycheck yet? Am I going to have to chase? I you? knew you were going
5: to ask me that. So I actually did some looking. Um, so I, it's almost by default, like, so Shopify, people can pay either through whatever credit card or shop pay or whatever. And that goes to uh, like a bank bank account. And that my husband pays bills with whatever yeah. goes through there. And then whoever pays through PayPal goes into my PayPal account. And that's what I think of as my business account. That's what I pay all my bills with. And that's what I, that's what I look at as like, oh, I, I have, you know, this many, this much money that I could spend on a new product or whatever. So basically whatever go whatever is paid through PayPal is for the business and whatever isn't is pay. Perfect. And Good I, lot. and I checked and it looks like about two thirds. Pay through PayPal, so I'm so I'm so I'm paying myself about a third of what comes in.
0: Genius, really good, and you're not even doing profit first, but
5: you sort of are. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, I looked into that. I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to do all this. <laughs> like, profit <laughs> okay. is definitely first. I know. I want to. I'm here to make money. I'm. That, I'm yeah. If
0: you already it all back
5: into yeah.
0: yeah. So many of us don't, right? So many of us think, well, I'll know when I can pay myself. Right, Kelly Barth? Oh no, <laughs> oh, no, I just one more year, just one more year of yeah. putting all the money back in. But the thing is, there's never a right time. So if you, you've you already accomplished that, good for you. Thank so, you. Listen, thank you all so much. I'm so excited for you. Thank you really for um, sharing so openly. I know that you're going to inspire a lot of people. I loved uh, really reflecting on your milestones just because, first of all, to celebrate a win, because we all know that, you know, there's going to be something that happens tomorrow that'll make you feel like a loser again. So it's always (laughs) good, always good to celebrate your wins, but also to like really uh, kind of solidify what's working in your mind and bringing you back to the things that are important in your business. And so I always try and ask when I see somebody uh, with a win in the inner circle, okay, what did you do? Because I want to know for sure, but I also want you to know. (laughs) It's so good. So thank you so much. If you need anything, I want you to let me know. If you have, does anyone have any last words? Anything? Oh, Nicole does go for it,
4: Nicole. Um, I just want to say thank you, Susan, because you're, I, I don't know how to describe it, but the fact that you are, you actually care about each oh, yeah. and every one of our businesses is so, I don't want to say rare, but it, you know, you can tell how much you are excited for each person. And that does so much more than even, let's say, the lesson. I, oh. I The lesson is good and it's wonderful and it works. But the fact that you believe in each of us, wow. it gives us the power to take the step and oh. believe what you're saying. And, and that makes a huge difference.
0: Oh, thank you. I really do. And here's why I really care is that I am... I, I've been self-employed since 1990 unbelievable but true and and so I've had years where I lost a lot of money and years where I made a lot of money <laughs> good years and bad years but what I do know is as and we're all women here we do have some dudes in the inner circle but mostly women and and it makes me really sad th- for women who feel like they have no choice but to drop their kids off at a daycare at six a.m., or um, like just that that lack of flexibility, or somebody who only gets like a few weeks of mat leave and then they have to go back. And when I think about it, it's certainly my kids will tell you it wasn't perfect here, but I was always able to go on the class trip, or if somebody got sick, to run them to the clinic or whatever. And and I really. I want that for as many people as possible. Like, I think that, um, you know, I think that that's for women, we still wanna work. Most of us don't, like some of us don't, but most of us still wanna have <laughs> something outside of wiping bums and noses and you know, craft projects. <laughs> but we, it's like, we only have, uh, you know, we only have so many hours in a day. So to be able to, to have an amazing business, a great income, And still be able to uh, have a life with our families is just, you know, as many people as we can doing that, just that freedom, I think is huge. That's why I care. Because it's not usually the stuff. It's usually just the marketing. And so if you just get a little help, you'll like, look how smart you all are, you'll figure it out. You have great instincts. It's just that Somebody needs to get you on the path. It's really interesting. It took me a long time. Like I feel like I fail all the time, and then eventually I figure it out. But what I realized is so um, why people love our training so much is we just don't even give you options. We just say this is what you have to do. And when you say, "Well, it won't work for my business," we say, "Get over yourself and just try it." Mm-hmm. Which is so, <laughs> but it's true, right? You just need someone to tell you what to do because you have too many options.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. So It's been life-changing. Oh, thank Thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you all. So listen, truly, if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. I know there are a lot of people that will have benefited from uh, you sharing today. So I really appreciate it. We will see you all back in the group. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at The Roadmap to 50K, and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our Inner Circle You know it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way and you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on you know in the inner circle our only purpose is to help our members get results and because of that we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you and we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the social forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list.